This episode of the Boz and Bovril podcast was originally broadcast on the Celtic Rumours TV YouTube channel. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to episode 68 of Celtic Rooms TV, the Balls and Bobble podcast with your host Mark and myself, Paul. Join us tonight, we have Terence and Brian, Care 161 and Welchiwai from a forum page to the podcast, celticgloomers.co.uk. You can also see all our links to the podcast in the description below. On tonight's show, we will be talking about yesterday's 2-1 victory over Alawa in the Scottish Cup, spending sprees well underway under Ange Michael Nicholson, upcoming fixtures in the league are must-win games, and of course, we'll be looking through the live chat. And if there's anything you guys in the live chat want to discuss, please let us know and post your concerns. Mark will now do a few shout outs and bring Terence and Brian onto the show. Thanks very much, Paul. It's a quick shout outs to Emma Lawyer, Glasgow Green. He Bobby's in the chat there and says he's feeling a bit better, so that's good as well. Uh, shout outs to Mikey. I'm on the live chat, but I haven't really spoken to Mikey the last couple of days. Uh, Richie and his family here, Percy Richie the other day, Paul, eh, uh, any chemotherapy for September. His latest test and that came back, and it's, it's, it's no, it's no brilliant news, obviously, but it's good news, he's not, he's, he'll not be getting any more chemotherapy until at least good. April. That's good, that's so good. From September to April, that's a lot, do you know what I mean, so that hopefully, winning that fight, he's beat it a few times already, so I'm sure he'll do it again, so, fingers crossed for Richie and his family, then goes the way they want. Mm-hmm. Uh, but back up, as I said, to 521 subs. You see me be stuck on that, Paul. I don't think we've ever went above that, have we? No, no, that's the highest. That's no, the highest. I, think, I think we'll need to do with all these other folks. I was explaining to a guy the other day, mean that we spoke about all this, like buying YouTube subscribers and things like that. Everybody in the place does it. This guy, this guy, this guy I was told, I just... I, I actually met him in a stream one night, Bobby was in it, and I got talking to the guy in the stream, but then got kind of uh, getting in touch with each other just to chat about it. He's trying to just start a podcast off himself as well. But he seems to know a lot about all this kind of how YouTube works and all. And he says, he says to me, he says, I guarantee you that every Celtic podcast out there is buying subscribers and buying views and buying this. He says, because that puts, puts you up the out, pushes you up on your algorithm. Oh, it's a bit entitled, you know what? No, no, we do the hard way, Mark. Aye, because it's a bit, he's like, it's not, YouTube, there's no something you can't do. You mm-hmm. know, what? it's not as if YouTube kicked you off for doing it, but just I don't really see the point. It's, do you know what I mean? I'd rather be spending spend the money and getting the camera situation and that up and running, Paul, and doing something mm-hmm. stupid like that. Exactly. That's, that's my wee rant anyway. <laughs> yes, yeah, sir. When you go, I'll go and get Brian and uh, Welsh and so. Mm-hmm. so yesterday Celtic beat Alawa 2-1 uh, the, the scoreline really flattered uh, 
the, the way side. Celtic controlled the game from start to finish. Missed chances again by our strikers and attackers. Mihida, Gia Marcus missing a serious chances throughout the game. Gio opened the scoring after a lovely cross by Scales on the left-hand side. And Gio controlled the ball with his first touch that directed into the near post. A superb second goal by Abada and a solo effort coming off the right to call into the top corner. Abada now has 11 goals in the league and, and 8 assists. Lille has 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 also scored in all five tournaments this season. Uh, other players that, that are on this list that have scored in all five European games in one season is only Sinclair, McGregor, Griffiths, and Lars. Also, this, this is a great achievement from the young girls, uh, and he's beginning to find form again. Boss, Mark, are you here? Yeah. I think that I. Yeah. Yeah. Welsh, um, you there as well, aye? I am here. Aye. Hello, Thanks very much for coming on, Welsh, you as well, Terence, bud. But as a concern for every Celtic game lately, the game was overshadowed by saves of injuries. Cal McGregor going off with a suspected fractured jawbone. Jaw Gucci going off after another horrendous tackle by Alouapair and Abadar going off again. In, injured. Can I start with yourself first? Because no, you you kind of bit off with 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 Andrew's decisions about the starting lineup, concerning the injuries. He could have been rested yesterday, couldn't he, Callumac? I I I could believe it, Paul. I said it beforehand, and we've said it here ourselves on the podcast numerous times. The two players that we marked that you didn't want to get injured was Joe Hart and Callum McGregor. And McGregor's played 38 games this season already. Six of them all right for Scotland, but he's played 38 games. And had been going on about he can't keep going to the same players, ask him to keep doing it, keep doing it, because that's how Turnbull got injured. That's how players were getting injured. They were they were basically getting exhausted. <laughs> and they were getting muscle injuries as a result of this. And when you're playing a team like Alloa, you're mm-hmm. guys who are never going to play against Celtic and they're going to be flying into tackles. And to prove a point, that guy who tackled uh, Iriguchi yesterday, Niang or something like that, I think. Niang or something like that, I think. Yeah. He's on loan from Partick Thistle because I heard Alan Ruff talking about him, and he was sent off after 25 seconds. And Alan Ruff had basically said, I was, on a thing I heard him talking, that he was going to be flying into tackles. He said, "Wait to see this boy. He's going to fly into tackles this Celtic game." To and like. The referees, the referees, five yards away. Like it's a horrendous, it's a horrendous tackle. How you man broken his ankle? I'll never know. And I like he's another. There's there's no way you can see him being available for during the week. Like I mean, when they showed the picture of him on the sideline, his leg was wrapped. Mm-hmm. With, 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 kind of straight away when he came off. Terence wanted his leg was wrapped straight away when he kind of came off. Wanted. Yeah. Not instantly try to keep any swelling down. I mean, when you see it in slow mo, the way his ankle bends, you're like. I think God's name is referee, but it's 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 those lower league teams are going to be flying in, and I just for the life of me, I can't understand how Ange said Callum McGregor when you've got Beaton, the Carthy, Sarah, I know Rogic played, and he's got Rio, he's got I know Gooty played, the Turnbull's injured, he's got Riley, he could have put a here. And one injury apart from one injury apart from Joe Hart didn't want. 
it's a disaster. I think it's it's it was just a terrible decision, in my opinion, to managed to put him on. I know not everyone is going to agree with it, but I just think it was a terrible decision for him to play. Mm-hmm. Mark, how did you uh, think about that? What what you can obviously see Terence's point, like we're obviously saying. Obviously, Callum is is a big like we saw how we kind of struggled without him. I kind of had to start the season, Mark, as well, didn't we? You know. I mean, well, again, Paul Terence, and all hindsight's a wonderful thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, and as I said to you, Paul, last night, it's, it's a facial injury. I don't, I don't know how it's going to really. Do. It's actually, I was reading. It's actually his jawbone is broke, and he had to go for surgery to 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 say, and it could be about six weeks for that properly oh. healed. Well, you know what I mean? It's up that it's up that region. And, and what, I'm, what I'm trying to say, Mark, is that I understand. This could happen, and it's it's unfortunate. It's considering Mark, he only got the new contract, I thought Bain would have started. I mean, that's just, I'd say that on the forum, man, just the one, he said it himself, these players, the players have got plenty of time for a rest when they're 45. I, I mean, I think that's just kind of, I think, Terrence, maybe this is just something we're going to get kind of a, a bit used to. I mean, he'll maybe tweak a wee bit here and there, but he's not going to, so I don't think he's, he's I don't think he's in his mindset to like drop any, like he's, like he's big players, he's star players, unless they're injured. Oh, I understand that, but look at, look at Mark. The three games that are coming up, Hearts and the United Rangers. That's you know surely to God, like if Celtic can't put a beat on or a McCarthy or even a Sarah. I, I thought McCarthy would have started as well. That's another. I thought McCarthy would have been a certainty to start yesterday as well. But I mean, when he did come with, it was one of the players. I mean, he'd a wee a wee dig at one of the other players. I said on the yeah. live chat, it was, it was good to see a Celtic player actually doing that for a change. Yeah, I just I don't understand. I mean, 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 I he could be gone for he could be gone for the majority of the season if that injury is if that injury is very very bad mm-hmm. uh, Brian do you want to come in there I have I just well, I don't know what Mark says hindsight's a great thing I mean I can understand where he comes from but my opinion was more a case of he's brought in these new boys he gave us a good cheese first start yesterday it's probably seen how he really matches up with McGregor in midfield you know you've got to try these boys out in games haven't you you know, the way I looked at it was, you know, the midfield's going to be pivotal going forward, so it's how these boys are going to fit in and who's going to play well. I just, I just, I just thought he'd put Carl Mark in there just to see how he would produce me, if he could, just how he'd settle in. Well, he maybe used a kind of training exercise, maybe disrespect to Allah about that, but you've got a chance for players to maybe play together against. But we would look on as like lower opposition, really, isn't it? You can say the same for a closed behind closed door game. These things can happen, can't they? Aye, aye. I I was looking there as, as well yesterday, Mark, and a lot of people were were again kind of giving giving Starfelt 
uh, a bit of stick yesterday. Oh, I saw not a long star no. performance yesterday. I, I really didn't like, you know. And I was looking at that. I mean, even on the like, forum, even on the forum, Paul, people are blaming them for the goal. I, I, yeah, I mean, when they actually watch, when game is actually watching, if it's just a case of Celtic have conceded a goal, it must be Starfield's fault. Mm-hmm. Twenty nine, twenty nine games he's played in, and we've had fifteen clean sheets in 15, fifteen games he played in. Mark out of twenty nine, fifteen clean right. sheets. Yeah. Like, I can't see what this guy is doing wrong. Like, I think people now need a figure to blame for every goal Celtic concede and they're blaming Stafford for everything. You he, had a shock, he had a shocker in the cup final, but other than that, I thought he'd been quite stable lately. Mm-hmm. Aye, the cup, that, aye, that, but aye, that, Brian, that is the kind of... That's like the stick-out one, isn't it? I mean, we, I can go back to, we can go back to the Hearts game, the, the first game when he came in, he was a bit ropey and that, but we can forgive anybody for that in their debut. The cup final, don't know if the occasion maybe go to my but but other other than that cup final, I don't see where this is coming from. That he's no good enough and he should. I mean, people seem to forget as well. But even Julian was in the team. We were all we weren't slagging him off for that. But Julian was isn't he this big solid defender that everybody's making out he's going to be? And he's going to come back in and be, be this rock in the middle of our defence next to Julian. Julian's got better than longer. I Julian was a big shite bag. <laughs> aye, aye, that's what, exactly. I mean, he's not, he's not getting the kind of heart. I mean, as I said, the people on the forum are making it out as if he's a big solid rock that's going to come in and sort out their defence and like an Amanda Vidic kind of character. And that's not what Julian was like, if anybody thinks back to that, Brian, nothing at all. Social media's got a lot to answer for, to be fair. I mean, all, all the boys that I talk to him on the WhatsApp group just chat for stuff like that. Everybody's at all behind stuff that I speak to, you know, actually speak to him face to face. It's just for you to see, social media just seems to have it taken away from there. Mm-hmm. Well, at least I'm leaving Greg Taylor, really. But it's, yeah, it's like what Brian's saying. It was like when James Forrest was out of the team. When James Forrest was out of the team, he was the next best thing. Like, they were going, oh, we need Forrest back, we need him back, we need him. He wasn't in the team five minutes and he was getting filters. And Julian's the exact same. He's out of the team. We're struggling big time. We're struggling big time. We need him back. Starfield's this, Starfield's that. I don't know what game people are watching the same as yourselves. I thought Starfield against against Hibbs was man of the match in the in the first game. I thought he was brilliant. I know they gave it to Rahito. He played well. But I thought Starfield in the first game back, the first league game when the crowds were back again, he was, I thought he was... I didn't it's, hear it's, anything. It's, it's the same if you never watched any games or went to any games you, you would think what's first that bad everybody's slagging them off look at his stats yeah. he, 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 he takes some sticks funny stats are, he's about to 11 goals and 8 I've been a bit guilty of that with a badder I just think a badder drifts in and out of games he's no, he doesn't really have much I don't know how to put it but you, you can't fault his stats but I've been a bit critically a badder maybe no but Mark it's gone down to what it's gone down to he starts games and then I think a part is what he, he surely was never bought for the first team at 19 year old, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He's come in, he's sort of cemented his place, but he's, he's not getting that respite where he comes and goes and gets a bit of a break. <laughs> Mark, I just throw something at you, Mark, when we were always saying about his best breed of teams at the start of the season, and then and then we signed Yasa, and everything started going down the left. Now that um, Yasa um, was seeing the best of a badder. Maybe it was, Paul. We did say that before. Maybe because we were at the light on the left-hand side, we weren't seeing it. It was all up there going down the left-hand side. Like, and maybe a bad it was 
out of games because of that. Do you know what I mean? You know? You know? Because, like, that goal yesterday was a stunner. You know? Oh, that was a peach. Kind of, see the one that gets, uh, I thought it kind of hurt at me that the outside he's fit as well, and he was in the top corner. Mm-hmm. That you know, well, that, that, I mean, I, I said that he didn't, he was merely trying to cross it. I don't know if he's, I don't know by you. I don't know if he thought maybe he could have put that in at that near post against the keeper. Mm-hmm. But I think that the, 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 the biggest thing yesterday, Mark and Terence and, 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 and Brian, is like that missed chances again made this a tricky tie at the end of it, like, you know, because another goal, they were back in it, like, you know, and we have to be taking our chances, like, and these are chances that you expect Celtic to score. You know, Terence? Exactly, Paul. It was, it was some of them were brutal. And... <laughs> but I haven't, didn't hear anyone hammering the two boys, Jacko and my, and, you know, from Demis, like, Demis, I had full of chance. Now the keeper made one great save from from a cross from Jota that made a, a made a great header. Jacko missed. Jacko missed a handful like. Mm-hmm. So the, no, I saw very little criticism in it. And it was the same against Livingston as well, Terence. Do you know what I mean? He was getting into positions against Liverton as well, but he was missing these kind of chances we expected him while he was kind of coming in for. Do you get me? You know, but, to receive these crosses and stuff like that. Worry, where the worry is, you're, you're fine, you'll, you, you'll get away with it with a, a just about yesterday with an Alloa. But when we're coming up against the better sides, especially the next three games, if we don't take the chances, you know, the likelihood is it's going to, it's going to bust in the arse, like. Oh, and that's, that's a big thing. Because that was likely to be leading the point. Should have had the very easiest for me to be at a trick. Mm-hmm. Mark, it's, it's 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 the same old story. Like we need to be killing off games, like you know, because we had the chance to kill off that game. Like there was no way, like we should have been uh, struggling there at the end, there, Mark. You know what I mean? No, uh, the game should have been killed off long before then, Paul. Like as you say, just just well, I mean, it's, it's not even just this season, Paul. We've been talking about that for the last few. Why we still take the chances of we're making, we're not taking the chances. I mean, I, I thought Gia Marcus last night, I said before, I didn't expect, I, really honestly, I, I expect him to get a couple of goals. Mm-hmm. Then when he got that first thing, you thought, well, that's, I mean, early on as well, it was quite early but on. But that's what you want the first time, you want him to get an early goal, build up the confidence, but then, aye. do you know what I mean? The, 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 the second chance he got, I thought he should have been down in the box. I know it's Arlo and these people say, oh, he can't do that, but if you, tell all the pundits sit there on Sky and say, Paul, if you get touched in the box, you get down. Mm-hmm. Should you see that? Yeah, thing? I, I came right after he scored the goal, though, and I think he was a bit confident there. I didn't mind that he passed the ball either. I just thought he was going to bury it. Ah, yeah, I thought he was going to bury it, but I mean, fair play to him for staying up. But I thought it was like in Harvey game or that, we all see you're landing when you get down, didn't you? Oh, 100%. It's the same you, know, you hear with John, John Hartson hitting the other head last night for me. He's like, one of these days we're going to get somebody right doing. Yeah, but in the end, we end up making it hard for ourselves. Mhm. Mhm. John Harrison said, "Do that. Salmon should score that goal from the halfway line." <laughs> I've got a nightmare. Yeah. Paul, I've got a nightmare of that. That could happen with that. Mhm. I, I mean, I don't know why he stands so far. I know it's kind of part of this. I, this with the keeper, please, the sweeper keeper, but. 
It, I mean, you don't need a great fibber player to chip a keeper when you're no. that foot. Do you know what I mean? Back to these living in last night. What, one thing, and we're going back to the Alloa goal, like, and could Hart have come off that ball and maybe punched it? Like, it, was, it was close to really his six yard line mark. Like, he could have come off for that too. Like, I, I've noticed Hart doesn't. No, he doesn't command the area the way like your, your Fraser Foster or that did. I mean, a lot of the goals Celtic conceded were right there. They were talking about Starfelt and right, but a lot of the, a lot of the goals that Celtic probably conceded even for like these free set pieces. Paul, if it was Fraser Foster or something like that, yeah, goal, a lot of them they wouldn't be because he would come out and claim that ball for his end. Well, I don't know why Hart doesn't do that. Yeah, especially with especially with a level especially with a level protection as well. Paul, the keepers get because yeah. if you don't if you don't get the ball, the chances are it's going to be a foul on you. Well, into that's the kind of way it is. Yeah, sometimes you have boy as well. You know, he's a big unit. Yeah, but then you can go back to what your heart does for Celtic Denmark, like that that save he made then when it was. They could have been back in the game earlier. Then, like that, that was a great save again by Hart there. You know, with, with his legs. Oh, it's a short stopper, and that, and even like his influence in the team. We've spoken about that quite regular. You can't fault him, but but he has got his faults because let, let's face it, Paul. If Joe Hart was a keeper, that he was a few years back, he wouldn't be Celtic, you know. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He would have been a, still at number one at a team down in England somewhere. Mm-hmm. What well, we be? The Arsenal tough again was was, was, was tough. Like, well, we beat Labour and that again yesterday, Mark, and, and so, some parts of the game kind of too slow. Or... So it always plays a part, Paul. So I was actually, the reason I brought it up, because I wanted to look at it, and, and Celtic kind of don't really play it. And it's going back to something Brendan Rodgers said, Mark, and, and Terence and things. He said, uh, Brendan Rodgers at times said, uh, we're afraid to run at speed and we're afraid to run into tackles on the Astro Tough in fear of injuries. So this affects our game so the players bring it on themselves to slow the ball down. So I was looking like, is, is it the players' mindset on this Astro Tough that's slowing the game down? Because Ange certainly wasn't happy in his press conference yesterday about how, how slow the game was yesterday. We need all this in that point. How these pitches are basically shite, let's not beat about the bush. But no, when it really kind of, it was only Mikey's charity match. See, my wee pal, that was coming off. He started to say, they just caught him and said, it's just that hard to see running on it. See, we joined you, I asked him about it. Oh, yeah, yeah. See, see, they didn't have that when I was younger and playing football in that pub. That was just kind of. It was like that was like your five or six kind of pixie stuff. So you yeah, that was just what you were landed with kind of idea. That's what I that's what that's what I'm trying to say. Like it do because we saw it against Livingston, our our attack seems to be slower on on, on their pitch match. To get to get me. The thing about it, I suppose this is this should be a thing that's up to Celtic to deal with. Let's be honest with us, but this is a thing that the SFA should be dealing with. Their pitches shouldn't be and. Well, last night, that's a lower league team, obviously, that's a fact. I, I, I actually thought that pitch was better than Liverpool. I was going to, so that's what I was just going to say. Yeah. I was going to say, but when you, look at, that last night, team, ah, team, yeah. you look at that last night, you look at that last night, you look at Livingston, I've got, that's a better, well, I'd say just on the tail, it looks a better quality pitch. At least it looks a bit kind of grassy. That Livingston pitch doesn't even look as if it is. Yeah, it's, 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 it
like artificial grass or anything. There shouldn't be there shouldn't be pitches like that in the top league. Definitely shouldn't be. Because like we we heard for years of Neil Lennon and Brendan Rodgers that the likes of Roger can play on these pitches and they seem to have no problem playing it, Mark, on the Ange. Do you know what I mean? I well, again, which I don't know about the kind of impact on Rogic's his body's going to be after playing in a game like that either, Paul. Maybe he's just going to have a game like I thought Roger would, would have faked an injury for us yesterday so he could pull out the Australian squad. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you know? he would do anything like that. I mean, even get back to that thing with the Livingston pitch, it's only maybe black rubber pellets. Mm-hmm. But, but I, I, thought they, I, I actually thought they were banned to Livingston came back into the Premier League, but obviously they're not. This is certainly something that needs to be looked at. These, like, in the next one, the, uh, we were drawn against Rate Rovers, and I was looking at thing like, we always seem to get Rate Rovers in the cup run as well, don't we? You know, we always seem to be... Bring back bad memories. Uh, yeah. 1995. 94, 94, the Coca-Cola Cup final. Jeez, I remember the Coca-Cola Cup final. Remember that? It was called the Coca-Cola Cup. Oh, that's the Rate Rovers beating the final, eh? You know, like, so... It's it's another like at least it's, at least it's at home. You know, when are when are all tough like but these cup games like they're one off games like they're they're unpredictable like it was the same yesterday with Alaba like it was an unpredictable game like you know what I mean you know St Johnson you put me yeah you put me cute your cute your hearts that's that's the cup holders <clears throat> and I watched it there Mark there uh, St Johnston's and when they were coming off the pitch. They had to go through their own fans to get to the dressing room, and the the booing uh, Davison got. I he certainly time is up. I think. Well, I said that on the live chat last week. I saw that they, they put out the cup. Surely times coming. I mean, they bought me the league pole that same, but the cups are getting to the mm-hmm. kind of squeaky bum end of the season. And the St Johnston board's obviously going to be looking to see. If he's a man, he kind of pulled them back for the allegation, and the way things are going, oh, I don't honestly see. No, he looks going, like no. cut there. They seem to be stuck in a rot. Even if they can get up a spot to the, like, the, releg- the playoff position, kind of thing, I don't know if they'd be confident it's, in winning the playoff either. If you look down down south, like Claudio Renri's position is, 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 they're saying he's going to be sacked by the end of the week. By Watford, and he's only in the job three months. Do you know I mean? But that's the way. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's just it's just the modern football blind, isn't it? If you don't get the results. Yeah, but I think Watford are a separate entity when it comes to. I managers. do, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The amount the managers they went through is on. I think. Yeah, you know, right. Like, they probably be better investing in like, a young coach where, you know what I mean? But, Better in the club kind of idea. See, like you've done the kind of Brentford route of that. There's only so much, Mark. But they seem to have plenty of money, so why not spend it more wisely? Yeah. Like they seem to have a straight up mentality. It's got nothing to do with progression. Or anything, no, no. It's, it's it's money, Brian, isn't it? Like, but there's only so there's all money. There's only so many times you can do that. Keep changing the manager to keep you up. You'll you'll eventually go down. You know unless, I mean? unless Sam Allardyce gets Sam Allardyce. <laughs> big, big fat Sam again to the rescue. Uh, but yes, 
back to the game yesterday, uh, Terence, it was it was overshadowed like by another poor performance by 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 Robinson. Uh, same referee, I was looking back at him when Tomble got the tackle against Butcher Dundee United. Uh, Fuchs did a bad tackle on McGregor in a in an early game. Same referee, just bookings. Yeah, something needs to be done like about the referee. Like it's really getting out of control now, isn't it? Like these tackles, like someone is seriously going to get hurt. And and Hayashi was lucky yesterday; his leg wasn't broke. Because when you look at that, when you look back in that, that was a bad tackle when you see it in slow motion where his leg bent. You know, it's like what was said, and it was said on the on Discord and the whole last. You saw the other crowd from across the city complain. When they no no issues straight away complained. Apparently, they had a list of eight points. They complained about the match. Yes, Celtic were happy enough for the match first start of the season for Halliday to karate kick basically McGregor, nearly break his leg. Referee did nothing. Portis nearly took his leg, took nearly took his other leg mm-hmm. in another game. You had Turnbull's tackle, who did the tackle last night. You had the head of the referees coming on saying that Kyogo's goal was offside, and that coming on, what is it, BBC Scotland or whatever. The only time he's come on, no one even knew who he was. And you've a, you've a, you've a referee given seventeen or eighteen fouls against Celtic in one game, where the opposition had twenty three percent possession, which was something like a, a free every sixty seconds. Mm-hmm. The, the longer Celtic go on and say nothing, the longer that goes on. Like Rangers, Rangers had one situation the other night where they got pissed off probably because Scott Brown rolled, drove them mad, and they went into the SFA. And they had eight points. Now, I don't know whether the stuff put up in Discord was true or whether that the referee was basically axed this week. No, I'm uh, Mark, you just sent me something in no, that game, Mark, didn't you? A wee buzzbone put it up on the forum just before we came online there, Terry, and say, these referees were picked the other week or something like that. So there's no conspiracy. But, Brian? I put it on the Discord before. I thought somebody put a tree on for that. Oh, right. they, they, I was put on the forum here just before we came on live that these referees are picked a couple of weeks in advance or something so he wasn't booked to be a referee this week anyway which is fair oh. news I suppose but, but uh, I suppose that, that aside Mark is what I'm saying is they, they got they're right or wrong to write in is that's their own business but it's simply don't question some of the decisions that's got, that, that are happening and some of the like they're, that they're headed the referee coming on BBC's the BBC Scotland show or sports scene or whatever it was to say that Kyogo's goal is allowed and the only time he's ever been on or it should have been disallowed and stuff like that. Like if, if that happened the other way around, it'd be holy war. But, but why, why did these other be, you know, why did other clubs not just start doing that as well? Given the Rangers have getting these dodgy decisions going in their favour, they should fire in letters of completely. I think, Mark, uh, who was it, Mark? The fellow that got fined that time he got suspended? Was that the Hampton manager back then? Mark's manager at Hampton. Yeah. Right. But Hampton, yeah. Hampton, I wrote him. And even I wrote him, I started to make Paul just say that there's no point in talking about it because they know what's going to happen to them. But so, you know, but I, the manager, Dana, why not get done? But I keep saying it. Managers should come out. And I say it to you all the time, Paul, in private chats. Can I just do it when you lose? You've got to do it when even you're winning decisions, you're exactly. still questioning it, because then it just looks like sure great. Because Ange was asked, asked uh, after the game yesterday about some of the tackles that went in, and 
and said that's not for him to talk about. That's the referee's job to to deal with stuff like that on the pitch. But it's not happening on the pitch. Like, what's your thoughts on the Brian? It's like I spoke in, in length to about to a Terence and and and, and Mark about referees. Yeah, but we were always talking about referees. It's just, I mean, one of the things, the quality's poor. Mm-hmm. There's certainly no doubt about that. The quality's poor. I mean, obviously, the decisions were highlighted. That tackle yesterday. See if it was in the way ring, you just laugh. But I'm just, I'm more of the opinion that the referees are just poor. Oh, yeah, and that's my kind of take as well, Brian. I put it just down to pure total incompetence. But are they afraid to give up? Yeah, they are afraid to be accountable for that. that. You don't just let it keep going. There needs to be something behind the scenes. You know, the, the, the referee standard is definitely poor. But then again, would you want to be a referee in Scotland? Will, will, oh. VAR, will VAR help it to take Brian? VAR's... I just watched that level control game before. Then, you, saw, you, see, you, you see a VAR today then down, down the uh, south like for the, the, the Tottenham disallowed goal. And uh, I, I actually thought that was a push to be honest with you but the other pro penalty was this great. Mm-hmm. So, you know, mm-hmm. so... I mean, there's been plenty of opportunity. VAR has good points. VAR has bad points. Yeah. It's just, it's one of those, isn't it? It's, it's difficult to say whether it would make things better. It just depends on the decision itself. Well, that's it, because to the same extent that the referees can go and look at the decision again, they can also use that as a backup for the decision they've made. Whether it's right or whether we think it's right or wrong. If the referee says, look, I went and looked at it in VAR and I still think it was or wasn't a penalty. I mean, well, that makes them accountable for that decision they get to see. Well, that's the thing, Brian. And I've said this in Trump team podcast. But they're never held to any accountability. And now all of a sudden, Rangers have had a wee gripe and they're getting invited out of the SFA to talk about the standards of effort. Just a refereeing performance, not even in mm-hmm. general. Just in a game that they felt hard done by. But other referees, they're, they're saying that that guy's no book for this. Week. But that's not for anything he done. That's just because he wasn't a book for this, this, this round of the upcoming games. There's no accountability. There's no punishment for... Doesn't he? It's just it's weird. Does he think about it? It's what? Look at it another way, though. Look at it another way. See this thing with the hands going back to the referees. Like, whether we agree with this, that, or the other, the fact is, they've made a complaint. It should be looked at, and it should be, it should be judged on its merits. And every, like you said before, about five minutes ago, every team should be doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. Send your send your report and put your complaints in, and let them make their decisions based on that. Keep putting the pressure on the referees if that's the case. I say they'll end up going on strike again, I say. Put them on strike and get other referees out to another country, I mean. And you see the different standards then, Mark. Exactly. You know, like I thought was... was You're it going to when he got cheating. You know, was it, is it uh, Aberdeen manager Glasses that he came out and he said uh, this report that, that Rangers sent uh, uh, left out the biggest uh, foul of the day? Was uh, Alan McGregor like, tackled? I, I, I bet you that wasn't included. In no, Rangers when they were slagging off the mistakes the referee made, and there was the biggest one of them all. Mhm. You know, but like something's got to give. Like, but like I said to Terence and, and I said to Mark, like, like we've an amateur league here, Brian, and the referees here are are, are more professional and, and better at the job than than the referees in Scotland. You know. I said, we have referees here in the League of Ireland, which, which is classified as an amateur league, and the referees here are amateurs, and they're not professionals, like, you know. But, you know, you know what I mean? After the football, 
Uh, so, moving on to, to the next topic, uh, with the transfer window still open, Celtic have have now backed and in two transfer window. Total spend for the transfer window so far is twenty three point eight six million pounds. Uh, our total departures for for last season was thirty seven point six million pounds. It's great to see Celtic signing new players, and a, a lot of Celtic fans love to, to see it. Celtic wages though turnover has worsened from eighty percent to eighty five percent. So the slot up uh, it's it's slot up from fifty eight percent three years ago. Last season Celtic's average way bill was fifty five million pounds. With players leaving like some top owners, I reckon we brought it down to about forty nine million. Now though with our average way bill is creeping up again with new signers coming in and little departures going out the door. So I respect our wage bill is in around fifty one million pounds to fifty two million pounds. Players still in a book on, on big wages for getting very little big game time is a Yessi, 18,000, Bonangoli, 15,000, McCarthy, 14,000, Barkas, 10,000, and Zaro, 8,500. There's a lot of dead wood, as I tried to say, like that's, that's still in the squad, Terence, that, that, that needs going out. Like, like our wage bill is creeping up, creeping up, creeping up. Like it, Is it a concern or do you think Celtic are or keeping it well in the, well in their means or that's that's be a concern if you just say a Yeti Bolingoli Barcast and Zorro for argument's sake. I think it's fifty fifty three fifty three grand a week or something like that, give or take that mm-hmm. that's going to 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 form up like you know what I mean? I mean mm-hmm. I mean it it it's it, 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 it just need to get them off the books some some way, some shape or form if they can if they now the Ayeti one is probably going to be a struggle because he's injured, but like they need to just try to get the others off off some way because it, it's it's just it's sucking the life out of them. Like I mean, there's there's guys there's guys on the on the team um, on probably low, on a lower wage and then are probably playing more are playing nearly every week, and they're looking and they're looking at these guys and you know it's it's a, it's a, it's, a, it's a absolutely no benefit to these guys because. Even as you'd imagine, I, I would think probably some of their attitudes probably are are quite shy as the French. There was that picture doing the a couple of months ago. Marcus and goals warming up before before one of the games, and basically he didn't even attempt it. Every taken went into the net like someone had someone had a video and posted it up. Things. I, I I don't know. I'm sure they're working very very hard behind the scenes to try to get them out. But let's just hope that they, they can get at least, at least two of them out because they, they they just need to go because it's it's just it's just it's sucking away where you could get a you could get a, a really good player in for it. You know what I mean? I'm I'm looking at a stat just now that I put on the Discord. I don't know how true it is, but it's sure that Celtic are the fourth. Out of the ten top ten clubs UEFA outgoing transfer, Celtic were were four. Four, yeah. We saw that. outgoing. You know, to think of the rebuild we've got and the deadwood we've still got, so we've got short of 32 players the last 12 months. That just shows you how much of a stockpiling growth, to be honest. Mm-hmm. That seems to be the, the, the like, what was it, Mark? When we when we looked at the, the, the last time, Mark, I think it was, was it 35 players 
in a first team squad. Mark, go back to what you, you were saying there. Um, 
you never like it's not how how much we spend, it's how we spend it. Do you think we we spent wisely on the Ange and Nicholson since the start of the two transfer windows? I don't think there's any doubt about that, Paul. And it just seems it's like well, obviously as a new era after Peter Lowell and then mm-hmm. uh, I think it's somebody's name. The CEO that only hung about for a couple of years. No, the other one. Mackay. But it seems to be, as I've always said, we need to make sure that money's getting spent. It's getting spent with people with football. Football people making football decisions. Money men, the money men making money decisions. And it seems to be the way it's going now, Paul. I mean, I I, give my usual moan about me. Stuff like that, but they still, still seem to be back in the manager. I mean, even that guy who got away, the Australian guy, the Celtic didn't get anything wrong, they made, a, made him an offer. He didn't want the offer. Fair dues. You know what I mean? Is that just what, what happens with transfers? There'll be other players that we don't even know about the Celtic have tried to sign this window and it's worked out. But it seemed, I mean, for even the speed that they were, the Japanese lads were sending that, Paul, you know that Nicholson, he does just seem to be. Angie's decisions on these things. Mm-hmm. Not just Angie, even you spoke about it, Paul, like, uh, <clears throat> another big, big guy for MK Dons. O'Reilly? O'Reilly, I don't, I mean, is that an Angie signing? No, because I, we, 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 we've been talking to Brendan Rodgers, weren't we? Well, it was in about that time, and I don't, I don't know if it had been any day even before that, because if you mean back, Paul, and belly deals already kind of in place before Rogers came in, apparently. Yeah. But is this when this, this young lad has seemingly been on Celtic's radar since then? Mm-hmm. When, he, when he was out of contract with Fulham, you know, when he was in charge, so he kind of dropped the ball on it and now he's available again. So that's a duple for me. I think these kind of young guys signs are a bit, a bit more like maybe Tommy McIntyre's getting involved in that side of things. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's no way in the world that Ange knows this week that O'Reilly has played with MK Dons, do you know what I mean? So this is come from somewhere else in Celtic. But as it seems to it's a totally different... Even feel, even fans, probably the way we feel when we're talking about transfers, we're not, we're not talking about Nickel, it's Nickel, but asking if Ange is thinking these guys are good enough. The board don't seem to be actually driving it, do you know what I mean? They're not, mm-hmm. they're, not, they're not driving the signings kind of, that kind of way. It seems to be coming off the Angie's final decision. It, it, it's coming across, Mark, that what Michael Nichols is looking after the club and Angie is looking after the football. Aye, 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 Terms. Bang on, that's probably better than I did after that spiel. The way it should be, and basically Angie... Hang on, the football and manager. Say that again, Wilkie. Super Ange, director of football and manager. Oh, I stayed it before. Well, she get Ange up to... I mean, he's, I say he was 56 this year. I mean, he's not a young man. He came up to Dr. Mergia. Get him up the stairs as a director of football. Get me Sean Maloney and his coach. See, see the way you look at the silence as well, though? These are young boys with long-term contracts. Aye. Yeah. You know, and that, that, it seems to be a mix of first team. And it, it used to be all just all the projects. But it seems to be a mixture. I think that's the best about it. I've a fact that players they're making an impact. Aye, right away. Yeah, we're still signing players that are. Well, she says here are kind of projects. 
I mean, I really go to that, but I project. The other thing as well is, see when you look at the loan signings, when was the last time we had loan signings that made a big difference? Yeah, I've gone back to probably Robbie Keane, I'd say, Patrick Roberts, you know. Mostly saw Robbie Keane, do I say, and Craig Bellamy, Mark, won't they? Aye, but that's, I've said that as well, Paul, that's what the loan signing should be. Loan signings should be that you can't have vickers and you are they're young players still trying to find a way. But the David we've done to take them away is a loan with an option to buy. And then, which I think one of the loan players, it's got to be somebody you maybe usually normally couldn't get. I mean, it's like getting in here. I mean, Laxalt, that, that uh, John Joe Kenny fair. But I mean, we didn't, we didn't even have deals in the deal. We didn't have a deal in, a, full, a permanent deal in their deals. No. No. They were just one signing, stopgap signings, we need no future at the club, no nothing. That's actually great thing about your term, I mean, whether he stays or not, it's it's a massive stroke for the club to, you know, here's the opportunity, but see if you want to stay, we've got that in place, it's there. Annie, you know, have you heard any updates on that, Sorry? Have you heard any updates on, on Yasser or Vickers, Simons or... No, I don't think you're going to hear anything, I think if it happens, it happens, I mean... Jota, whatever happens to Jota next season, you would never blame him for what he does. You know, he's, he's for me, he, he, they've got no affiliation at the club, so to speak, so the fact that the offer's there, he can stay if he wants to stay, he can move, he wants to move. You know, I've got a lot of talk to people saying he go back to Benfica, but if they want to take him there, that's his boyhood club, you wouldn't blame him. Mm-hmm. Well, she see all these stories about the Benfica manager wanting him back. The Benfica manager's not a caretaker. Oh, I know that, I know that. But surely, surely there would be no difference to anybody else behind the scenes. Aye, but the people I hadn't seen so let them go. And this story, <laughs> see the story the other week, this Benfica insider says it was a massive blunder. It was not a Benfica insider, the guy was a journalist. <laughs> there was a journalist who wrote a story and said Benfica made a mad blunder putting a six million buyout clause in him. A daft man could have told you that after this length of time. He's got to stay, he's got a song there. I'm, 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 I think you've all seen. I put up on the forum about what I got off the head too. You know what I mean? It's, there's a deal there for him. Kind of hanging there. Maybe. It's a, he, he must be. He, he's still in the back. He's still in the back. He's still in the back. Look at Edward and Dembele. You know, yours finds on with us. You know, and he keeps progressing the way he is. He must make no bones about it. He's going to make it. So it'll be mm-hmm. a big move. Big move after that. Is you are going to go back to Benfica? Is you going to go back to Benfica and be the starter every week with them? No chance. That's, that's the other thing as well with him. Is is his ambition? Look at what happened to Roberts after he left us. Yeah. Exactly. Where's he you now? Sunderland, I think, though. That's what Charles Green on the other side, like. That's exactly that terms. Players have came and went, but it's always been proven such. The one thing that's great these transfers as well is the speed of them. For years, I would see Celtic and they'd be linked with this player and they'd be linked with him for two or three or four weeks and then eventually they would come along and go, oh, we were outbid by someone else. Like these, like these, some of these signings are literally like, you hear the name Monday and he signed Tuesday. And I, mm-hmm. I, I love that, that there's no, there's no farting about. It's literally bang, we want that guy. Obviously, they're doing stuff behind closed doors, but it's not coming out, which is great. And then, before you know it, he's in the door and they're signed. And it's 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 great to see that it's been done so quickly and so efficiently. Whereas for, 
for years you'd, you'd look at Celtic and they might have been linked with whatever player it was. And it just seemed to drag on and drag on and drag on. A bit like the, a bit like the, the, the Eddie Howe thing. Drag on and drag on and drag on. And then eventually some other club would take the player. And you'd be like, Jesus Christ, here we go. Do you think, mate, is, is there any position turns? you still think we, we need to sign some maybe in this transfer window? Or do you think that's business done now for Celtic? Or? Ferguson. Lewis. Ferguson. Actually, Lewis. Mark? Sorry, what, Paul? I just, I thought, I thought Jensen was going to be chumped. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, because I think McGregor is going to be out for a long time. A long, long time. And I... Should have broken Joe, if this isn't Phantom of the Opera, I, can't, I have so no idea. Have played with masks when they protect their jaws and things like that. Uh, Position. 
because they're getting paid the money and they're going, I'm not going anywhere. I'm getting paid 15, 18 grand a week. I'll have to, I'm happy enough you know, to go training every day and take my money. I might uh, get that to uh, But agents over there are fucking you a move for two, two million pounds. I'm getting 200,000 pounds in my hip for doing that. Agents are always looking for players to get moves. That's how you think. It just makes you think. I mean, well, why can they not just put their fingers and get these moves for the links of bowling, goalie and bar cash and things like that? Maybe I just don't need these players are maybe a bit thinking, go, I want at least the kind of money I'm getting here and I'm not going anywhere because maybe it's got to take a loss in the ages kind of thing. You've got to think as well, if you're not going to play him again, we're still paying him. Even if you pay these wages and put him out there and put him in the shop window. Yeah, we have to play him, like, to put him in the shop window, Brian. Like, no, that's, that's what I mean. If we put him on yeah. and put, take half his wages, the quarters of his wages, we're paying him anyway. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, moving on, so... I'll find where I was there now. Thanks for bear with me, guys. I found the page. What's page 149. The Secret Diary of V. Pablo, age 39 and three quarters. <laughs> so Celtic's next trip is up 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 uh, on Wednesday in Edinburgh, away to the Hearts on Wednesday the 26th, kick off at 8.45. Another hard game, Terence, uh, especially with injuries now and uh, departures to the the Asian Cup. Uh, we have McGregor, Wojcik, Mihida, Kyogo, uh, maybe Gucci and Avada joined that list. It's, we, we always knew a, a trip up to the... Is it is it Castle, isn't it, Marcus? Uh, Tyne Castle, I like, it's, it's always a tough trip to, to, to play hearts, but more so to play them away, you know? Yeah, well, it, it is. Most, uh, I suppose the team is the team has so drastically changed since the first game we played them. I mean... We spoke about it. The, the, I think the that's what you said, Terence, didn't you? Like you could that that was the day you saw the improvement in Celtic was the, between the first time we played them and and the second ring we played. You could see the progress on the end in, in those games. Like you have, you, you'll have parking goals. You'll have maybe probably Taylor playing, and you'll the two cent the two centre backs and and Juranovic probably playing. Don't like of that of that. What Starfelt was the only one that that, that played that started that game. No, I think Taylor played as well, but that was Starfield's first game. But it's mm-hmm. a huge difference. Got a, a different team, and luckily enough, they've got plenty of numbers. And I'd imagine that Abada is okay as well, because I mean, he came back onto the pitch at the mm-hmm. end of the game. It was more more of a minor knock. Obviously, so, you guys think it's well. It was Angie's first game, so yeah. Oh yeah. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. 
Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. Like, it's, it's another must-win game as well, Mark. Every game now seems to be... Oh, I'm going to kick it. It's still there, Belchie. Still here. Right, Terrence. Still here. Oh, I thought you get put off here. Sorry, Paul, when you go. Well, it's like every game now, Mark, like they're, they're coming quick and fast, like midweek games now coming fast as well. Like it's it's giving these Celtic players a little time to prepare for them, but Ange will have them pumped up for this game now as well, won't he? Oh, yeah. Well, I don't think there's any doubt. Ange, I can't just get pumped up for every game, Paul, but the games are coming this second fast. This is really like, you know, sports science and stuff like that comes in. Mm-hmm. Just about keeping them keeping players a peak physical peak as physical as you can you know what I mean it's, it's quite a bit I mean after even playing that sort of thing about surface on hour I mean on the Saturday night then it's a real a hard game up at Newcastle on the Wednesday but I'm sure Andrew will be team well prepared for it but the main question I'm, is I'm quite confident he's got his place as well I mean he's got his place as you know, these are professionals. They just come back to four points we play them in three. They've got to be pumped up. You know what I mean? It's, this is the league. Four points, we've got to keep winning before we play them and take points off them. That's, how, that's the only way it's going to happen. So they've got to be pumped up. They should be going to put up to the nines. They shouldn't need anyone to do it for them. They they know what they know what's at stake. They know they have to win all these games. They should just uh, you know, they should need someone to tell them, or oh, you need to be pumped up for this, or you need to be pumped up. I'm sure there's, there's enough captain players there. You'll have Joe Hart probably be captain. They 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 know they know what they know what they have to do, and hopefully they can a few goals in their throat from in time. If I put that Joe Hart as captain, do you agree with that? I know. I saw that, Mark, was it uh, on the forum? Like, so one of them said uh, they want in favour of a goalkeeper being captain. I think it, it's going down to experience in the game. And there's no one really more experienced in the game than Joe Hart in our squad at the moment. So I think Joe Hart. That's, 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 well, that's why I asked Paul because he's that one the forum because to be honest, does it really matter who's wearing the captain's arm captain's arm band in the next game or the derby game or whatever? I see another I see another with Joe Hart fakes on the captain's role no matter where he's got the armband or not. Boost the confidence. Upset, don't give it to him yes, yeah, anyway, for Christ's sake. <laughs> no, but I mean, if you, if you could see really, if, if Ralston was on the pitch, you could, you could, it could be Ralston. Even yeah, Car- but... even Carter Vickers, if James Forrest was on For me, during the games, it didn't. Who's the captain is, he's not that big a deal. But, we, but that's what we were saying, Mark, but like, even if Callum McGregor was the captain there, you can st- we can still see the experience of Joe Hart has on the team, the way he conducts himself to the players. Do you know what I mean? Aye, that's what I mean, Paul. Yeah. Same guy, like the, the, the older statements of the squad came down with James Forrest. James mm-hmm. Forrest just probably got a shout because he lets the service. He's got a shout to be captain. And it, that wouldn't bother me. 
Wait, Callum McGregor's like the club captain, but just because he's injured, see how they're coming out with that captain's arm and band on. For that, I don't like to keep her being a captain. Why? What difference does it make? It just means mm. he's the guy that's kind of shaking the other guy's hand at the start of the game. Mm-hmm. Well, let's just think. Oh, that was a good show. He's been solid all season. I he's been, but I but see, would it change his game? That's what I'm. game? No, that's what I mean. Does it matter who it is? It, as but captain? sometimes, Max. So, sometimes, though, giving the player the captain's armband can affect the player's game. The, the pressure of of wearing the armband it, it can that's affect. That's when, you, that's when you see who steps up, though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. You know, that, that's. Who does he start in midfield now, though, with all these injuries with, with Roderick and Cal McGregor? You know, the, maybe I say Bison is, is a sort of start down in that, that holding wall now, I think. I don't know. I think he'll maybe go McCarthy. McCarthy, aye. I think there's maybe a chance for McCarthy to show that. Show, I mean, he's, you know how I feel about me, McCarthy. I like the wee guy and I love him as a player and that, but he's not the best for starts at Celtic. With no pre-season, any of the COVID thing and all that, blah blah blah. But that's maybe be a chance for McCarthy to take a step up to the. One thing I, I actually show the way he's got. I I, I like what McCarthy did. Have the captaincy. I mean, but Brian, maybe you can give him the captaincy. I'll just say, hey, go take your chance. You're going on about experience there as well. Aye. Right, and there's no one other than like you could name the three senior players, McCarthy. With Gregor and Hart, who've, who've been there and done that, do you know what I mean? International level and club level, you know. You know, but uh, what thing I mean, it's not the most important thing at the end of the day. I think that's what, the point you were trying to make, there, Mark, isn't it? It's no, we've got oh, captains on the pitch. I, I, I don't think it affects any kind of player who has or anybody else on the park because if the captain's armband, I didn't get it. Tell McGregor stole the captain of the club and everybody else is getting a shot of the band. They're, they're just babysitting it to his back. But, but that's what we said, Mark. Like That's what Hart and McCarthy will bring to Callum McGregor. They'll bring this experience he, to him that, that's needed, like leaders, you know? He'd leave leaders to the pitch. As you said, it's the boy, as, as, as Mark and Brian are saying, it doesn't really matter the captain necessarily the captain. Once you have leaders on the pitch, like a... Like like Vickers or if McCarthy plays or if it's Beaton or if it's Hart or Juranovic, it's or it's guys stepping up to the plate and guys leading by example is what is is, is what's going to be sending over the line. It doesn't doesn't matter if doesn't matter if as, as Mark is saying there it doesn't matter if it's Ralston or if it's Joe Hart or if it's whoever. But if you've got guys leading by McCarthy Stanton. He puts in a display and or beat on starting the way he's been playing. He's been playing, he's been playing super, and you know and or whoever it is Jotic is playing and he plays well. It doesn't matter. He's got to step up to the plate and and want and want to be wanting to be wanting to be leaders in the team and driving the team forward. That's that's what matters. It doesn't matter who has the, the arm. The, the, fact, the fact that we've got a discussion about it, it's not it's not nailed down. Just shows we have got a couple of leaders on the pitch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, kind of, when Scott Brown was there, like, and no disrespect to Scott Brown or anything like that, but he was the leader and that was it, Mark, wasn't it? You know what I mean? He was That's the thing again, Paul. You get different types of characters. Yeah, exactly. No, no, we have proper, 
like I was not saying proper, like we have numerous leaders within our squad like who can yeah, fill this role of captaincy. I think I've seen like modern football called big big clubs. I think I've always been like your personality as well. Mm-hmm. No, I'm sure mm-hmm. like I mean it's Joe Hart who put my friend and that I mean Joe Hart's a big personality in the changing room. Yeah. He's always there to talk to young players and yeah, a wee bit of guidance and a wee bit of help and hand in that. So he's got a See, lot of respect. Same there, take, taking the young girl's uh, camera phone and giving her a picture with Yada. But he's got, so he's got a lot of respect in the dressing room. The players obviously, obviously respect him. That's why why he probably go to the Calmac with off yesterday. Because mm-hmm. I Paul, when we signed him, a lot of these young, young players in that would be... A couple of years ago, man, this guy was England's number one. Yeah. You know, I mean, this guy's played with Man City, he's been England's number one at World Cups and stuff like that. I mean, Joe Hart is a big name in football still. Like, you think, like, you think, like, Mark, like, going to what you're saying there, like, Joe Hart, like, years ago, he was England number one, played with Manchester, won leagues and stuff like that. Like, a lot of people were saying, like, he's passed it and stuff like that, but, like, Joe Hart instead to go a match made in heaven because he's getting game time. He's 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 buying into what Celtic is. He's buying into the fans. You know what I mean? He, he has he has to be. I think he's got the Sunday league team is still with the same. He's just got that. Yeah, that's about him. That's about him. Like, yeah, yeah. You know, but Mark, go back to what you were saying about James McCarthy, and and you mentioned it about Alaba. You know, is that the type of person player we need in the Hearts game? That's going to give a kick around. That that's going to give. The likes of Halliday kick up the hole or, or things like that. Do we need that that type of player in in this game? It's a couple of years, Paul. Now that I think that's what Celtic's midfield been missing. Yeah, but and that, I think that's why we've lost a lost a lot of the derbies. Paul, you said we've not beaten for 2019. First of September 2019. And yeah, we just seem to Paul. We get out muscled in midfield, even under Brendan Rodgers, and that we get out muscled in midfield, and that's where the cracks started to appear. And mm-hmm. I think McCarthy, I'm mean, told you, Ryan Beaton, I think Beaton's been one of the most improved players under Ranch, behind, just behind Boston. It's been eight season when he's been called upon. But McCarthy's got that wee bit of dig. We know, we know that's the type of player that he is. I would, I would like to see Ange, if he's fit enough, get, get McCarthy in the team and let's see if he can, he can grab the chance and show that he is capable of still playing for a club the size of Celtic. Who's going to fit into the. The the the, the Roderick and uh, we say Cal McGregor was Mark of the, the two front attackers behind. You know, would you think Hayas and maybe O'Reilly, like Brian was saying there, might get his chance to be thrown in there? I think that he'll be playing. Uh, I think he'll be he'll certainly start, but other position I don't know if he'll put that O'Reilly in, Paul. I think if he's face and this is one of his face, uh, Abadar might slot in there. And maybe Forrest might come in in the ring. Oh, that's a good show, Paul. That could work. You know, because we've seen him through the middle and he's effective. I think he's, I think he's more effective in the middle than he is open, open the voice anyway. So, into a battle. We've just spoke about it. Stats that are bad as put in, playing out in the right fair, do as he yeah. through the middle one game, but he can't fault his no. stats through in the right, sir. I, it's a weird thing. I think I, I would go McCarthy and Attaché and 
I mean, because obviously we just moved Turnbull out of that position where Rock Bear Vogue should play kind of thing. Because I've yeah. seen before, they're very, very similar for me. But too similar at times. I, th- I think Rogic is going to be a bit of a miss just for Angie's system. Oh, well, Yasser uh, coming and maybe Forrest out on the left or a bad on the left. You know, it's, it's hard to, to call a, a stat line up now, Brian, isn't it? That's a good thing. Yeah. That's a very good thing. I mean, if we, if we who follow Chelsea getting the week can't pick the first team, you're looking there. You know, so, it, it surprises there. I spoke about that in the last pod by uh, the Brendan Rodgers that brought in the way the team sheets get printed out so that, they, right. can, so that they couldn't tell. I mean, the, the way it used to be printed out was like, you know, 4 2 3 one. And then they went and just started doing it with numbers. They started doing it with their numbers, kind of thing. But it was a Rogers thing, and he says they can't tell where the players are going to be playing then. And mm-hmm. I'm even at that, even if I did put, even if I did put the team sheet in there, he still don't know. Mark, I, I actually couldn't tell the positions of of the, the attacking lineup against no, Alaba the other day. No, you I really mean, couldn't. You know, they we, were. We didn't. We don't know where. Do what they do, do it well, and you know if if they can keep the 
for me, they just need to keep playing at a high tempo. If they can keep playing at a high tempo, moving the ball fast. We're lucky now that the, with the transfer window that we've got players in because we've got the guys now that we still got players in of quality that can face them. A couple of weeks ago, we'd have absolutely screwed like mm-hmm. what we were at the St. Johnson game for the for the for the stop. So yeah, look, they just they they just need to get the Hearts game, deal with the Hearts game, then go to the game. and just like if, if they play the way we know us that they play, it, it most teams most teams won't be able to get support. Mm-hmm. And then it's not the and it's not the the game against the Bills. Brian, going back to a point there, what Terence said, and, and and you said it numerous times as well. Let's not worry what they're doing at the other side of the city. Just concentrate on what we're doing, and we win our games, and we put the pressure on them. You know, that's, 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 always, that's always been the case in Scotland. Yeah. Always been the case in Scotland. We play our things, and ultimately, it usually comes out of the games against them. So you just got to keep winning your games constantly. I think it's vital, uh, Brian, that we, we, as you said, yeah, like it's four points, like you close the gap, like. See how they what way they book you. Like if we bring that gap down to one point before the derby game, like the pressure's back on them. Then, like you know what I mean, and see how they handle pressure then because they, they haven't been tested for a year now, really. No, it, makes, it, it makes a change as well. Nice to get the points in the bag before they play. Yeah. Sometimes when I'm, you know, you always have to play catch up constantly. Yeah. Like we've always played kind of a day after them, or do you know what I mean, or thing like that, Mark Intis. You know, just that's how just keep winning the rain games, Paul. And just grab a hand to him, let it happen. We're winning, 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 winning. It just sees the pressure right on them and they'll collapse again. Mm-hmm. But I think it's who, 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 I think Giamarcus is going to be the striker for the three games. Like, he needs to be. Really stepping up now, Mark. Don't he? Doesn't need to be putting away these chances in these big games. Expand against Alaba. I know we got two, but these are big games. We have to be taking our chances in these games as well, don't we? That is all last night, Paul. That was just a pure poacher's goal. Yeah. And that's talking about players like Lee Griffiths. You know what I mean? If Lee Griffiths could have happened, could have been. That for me last night was a typical kind of Lee Griffiths, Gary, mm-hmm. Gary, Gary Hooker type, Gary Hooker type of goal, Paul. Was a kind of poacher's goal, so maybe that's something that I've been missing, sir. I mean, the guy's a top goal scorer and calling, sir. We have to put then we'll have to go to the top. You say about him, but we need to play his strength for that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But if we go back to if Taylor starts in these games, which I think he probably might like, Taylor's distribution isn't better than Jovanovic or Scales' distribution, you get me? So it's only going to be one side really that the ball might be coming and that that would be to the left, the right hand side, if Taylor starts the game. I don't think Taylor will start. I think you're Yuranovic and Ralston. Yuranovic and Ralston, Brian? Um, yeah, I mean, I don't, don't get me wrong, I think Yuranovic should play right back, but I think they'll go with Yuranovic and Ralston. Yeah, I, I would think so as well. I think Yuranovic has rested for a reason, actually, uh, against Dallas, I think, weren't they? You yeah. know? Yeah, probably possibly. Don't get me wrong, Juranovic is a fit boy. I just think he's been a great signing for his He'll definitely play Juranovic, and I think he'll go very well to the right back. It's even his coolness taking penalties as well, like in this. 
you know, the, the, just a pure, calm player, like, isn't he? That's his all-round player. Yeah. It's his all-round player. Like, take the pen, apart from these coolest penalties, but he just looks so, so comfortable on the ball. And the more you look at it, the more you see him, the more impressed you are. He's got fight, he's got fight in him as well. He's him complaining. Yeah. He's always he's constantly up and down. He's he's a great fan. Fantastic. Oh, like our best left back in the squad is a is, is, uh, right back that we signed for the right back. But because Radisson is playing so well, like I don't see why Radisson could be dropped. So it makes sense to put the advantage of out in the left back, don't this? I just put on the Paul He's the best left back. Not... Yeah. Nothing I get up spoke about Taylor and spoke skills and that, but for me, Yaranovic has been the most solid left back in that season so far. And Ralston says he's doing nothing wrong at right back. So that's who I would go for as well. He's one of the best footballers on the team, to be fair. Yaranovic, technically. He seems to be so, so good. He seems to have a great football and brain about it. He, like, he just, he, he, he never looks like he's rushed on the pitch. No. He looks like his time. And, it always, obviously, that's uh, a good football or whatever. You always think a good player, but he 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 just he looks he looks so so good when you watch him play. Like Mark, there's like there's like going back to the topic we were talking about transfer business. Like there we have a Croatian international that we signed from uh, like a Warsaw in the Porsche like, for for three point five million. That's a steal. A steal in, in, in the transfer market now, like, oh, to buy a fair that quad. You know what I mean? And I think when I was, when we signed the market, I was saying to you like that, all over the Polish media, they were saying like, how was that to get them for this price? Like, do you know what I mean? You know? That's mm. good, good scouting in that. Yeah, Paul, it is. That's but that's going down to two Mac that the end of Peter Law's regime was gone and buying average players for high fees as well, like, isn't it? Don't so, package as well, isn't it? It's like the scouting there, but yeah. he's got his contract situation as well. Right, so these factors in the scouts look at all this data analysis stuff in that ball game, I know it's G stuff that you under, do understand better than me, do you know what I mean? But that's good scouting to find players mm. like that, and that's what Celtic should be. That's what Celtic I think should it's, be. It's, it's def- it's, I think it's... It's a it's a market definitely Celtic should be looking at is the, the Eastern European leagues like because there's players there like who would suit the Scottish game as well toughness and 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 they're ball players like I mean they they play football in these leagues. Matt Jonas was on the podcast with us and he said it's like these teams play football. Do you know what I mean? You probably know how Scottish teams play in Europe. You know you look at the way we struggle against some of these European teams. Yeah, but there's players out there. Yeah. Like we're the same terms, but Ireland, we struggle against these teams because we don't know their players. Do you know what I mean? We don't know what way they play. Like and Ireland, always seemed to struggle against these teams, didn't they? Yeah, oh, the football. But it, we, it was like we were saying there before. There's sometimes there's there's an arrogance to say oh, we don't want to be looking at Croatia, or we don't want to be looking at Hungary for players, or we don't yeah. want to be at Chelsea. I would have to look for. You'll have to look at. In the German league, or you'll have to look in the Premier League, you know. Yeah, yeah, we got John Joe Kenny from the German league uh, on loan from them. We got the Essie from West Ham. Exactly. Lacks lacks out in Milan. I think that has changed on the Angel Mac this Arabian Sinti. That like look at the players we've signed. Like I mean that. I think yeah. Angel just to be fair. I think we Angel. He'll see the players are different in the system. He'll not take them. Mhm. 
Yeah. But that's what we were saying, Mark, weren't this? Thinking, 
they'd be going mad. You know what I mean? But, you know, he knows these players are coming in. It's, it's a whole different market.
for for coming onto the pitch like that. Just shows what kind of club Ajax is out now, Mark, don't this? You know? Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> no, do we want to go there, Welshie? No, don't get me started. Yeah, but your set-up, <laughs> your set-up does is, is next to none, though, Mark. Like, you have to put that out of my mind. That's, see, that's like football, the way they run their club, and I have no fault with them whatsoever, man. It's kind of ideal model in which Celtic should be based in. We're in club one, but apart from that, nah, get Ajax. Mm-hmm. But the one, the one thing about the transfers, uh, uh, well, every every player that brought in, you could see them playing in the first team, and that's a massive difference than to before. And as well as in regards to the academy players, the one thing that Celtic had been saying all along is that they can't, they haven't, they didn't have a centre forward in the Colts team that they in the Colts team first team. So now mm-hmm. they were able to bring in Dawson and he was able to come in against St. Johnson and obviously now they've brought Kenny in and I'm assuming they're doing the same process of trying to get them through the Colts and groom, groom them and get them up to speed and get them that if there ever is a situation that they can hopefully bring them bring them forward. Yeah, Zach, are we the young lad uh, is, it, is it better, Mark? Is it the young lad better? Okovata. Yeah. I mean, like, because back when we started this podcast, and we were going through the list, like, there was no striker to step up to the first team that time. Remember no, that there, was the, one, there was the one single striker, Paul. Yeah. And that's only, pardon me, that's more than a year ago, Paul. You know, like, it just shows how, actually, back it actually shows how a benefit the Colts team was, you know, and... It's, it's something that really needs to be, to be looked at. But like we spoke about it loads of times with Terence and Mark, but something needs to be done about the, the resolves leagues in Scotland as well, don't it? You know, they, they get these young players playing football week in and week out. One of them, is that a reserve right. league? Or, 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 reserve league or the closed league? But something yeah. has one of them. One of them has to be the closed league has to keep going or they have to be allowed to keep playing or the reserve league leagues to come back because Otherwise, you just have young guys training, and yeah, they're not going not going to get a game, and they're going to do like the other young. Guys. They're going to have to go away. Where where the you have. And to be fair, like they're they're holding their own mark, aren't they? You know? I just see. Well, they've been better last week. They would be. Yeah, I just I thought they'd be done. They'd get kicked on in the place. To be honest, just yeah, I found that young lads against what we saw last night. Paul, we are. Mm-hmm. The, the results and everything else is actually irrelevant when it comes to the coach. It's about getting it every week and playing that system, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. You know, but like going forward, Brian, like what's the plan? Like, because this coach team is only going to be to the end of the season. Like, you know what I mean? Is it going to be renewed or are they going to be back, bring back a resolve league? Like, there's big questions there to be asked. Like, what's happening next season? You know? Uh, that's not something I can answer. Don't know, but obviously. No, that's like yeah. None of us can. <laughs> William, William Smith on the phone, on the live chat. Yeah. No, but Mark, that's, the lines the night the lines will never be replicated. But who no. knows with eleven men for Japan? <laughs> <laughs> you know, but Mark, that's every, every player born three thousand miles away. Mark, <laughs> but, but Mark, that's the answer that everyone has to that question. Like, we, I don't know what's going to happen next season. We don't know. Do you know what I mean? And it's some. I mean, Paul, that's when we're nearly in February. It's something that should have been 
Well, we don't know if he's been discussed behind yeah. the scenes, but it's, it's like think that someone that they've actually held proxy about the future here is. It's a mm-hmm. different situation to get something competitive for these boys, though, isn't it? You know, because, mm-hmm. you know, the, you're, you're talking about what we would call elite boys coming through. I mean, half these half these boys are probably better than half the, the teams that play in the, the league. Yeah. Anyway, do you know what I mean? But it's 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 difficult to get that development from. You've only got to look at the English these days. They've got their Premier League development squad and stuff like that. But I don't even see how much fruition comes to them either, do you know what I mean? We, we, really, we need something for sure. Definitely for sure that the boys can play every week because what's the point of bringing people out and playing a system when they're going to sit on the bench every week? You guys just keep training them. You've no, they've got to play. That's going back to what Terence was saying. Like, what are they going to be doing? Kicking the ball and training week in and week out, Terence? You know what I mean? Something needs I, I, to I be. Know a lot, I know a lot goes on with it. They go down, they'll play teams down south and stuff like that, won't they? There's, there's, there's always bounces. Yeah, there's bounce games there, Mark, but they're not, they're not competitive that week in and week out that they need to be playing to, to yeah. develop them properly, Mark. You get me? I mean, we've known about so many tackles last night, but to be honest, Paul, I would say that maybe no young, young players, 17, 18 year olds playing against teams. Yeah, but the age limit that we have now, Mark, in the corner. Yeah, but she's about 21, I don't see any running playing against. Physical team that came to Perth and Europe. I've spoken about it, Paul. Well, you've got to look at look, look at Shaw and Arigini. They've come to Sheffield Wednesday, and boys can handle themselves. Yeah. That's the type of players we're putting into this development squad. Mm. That's another good move for him, actually, in this uh, Shaw. Uh, I've got some playing, Paul. Yeah. You know, getting. We've just been, we've spoke about Cal Mark waiting in Notch County and places like that. I mean, if they look back at history and that, they say time change a wonderful thing and that. David Bethel went to Preston and going in places like that. Mm-hmm. For me, maybe it is a kind of thing that we should look at for the final final six months of your kind of education before. Did Harry start. Kane go? To, was Harry Kane at uh, that time? went with Cal McGregor, weren't he? Was it, was it Harry Kane? Oh, that, that, Jack Rayleigh was at Knox County. Jack Rayleigh, did Harry Kane not go to Leighton Orient or something? Yeah, he went down to Orient as well, didn't he? He had to start, didn't Making a player good enough for a first team, getting them out for the final kind of six months. Even I'm just kind of teetering on whether the first team squad or the reserves or coach or whatever you want to call it, put them out on loan for the first for the six months and get them tough and up and used to playing games week in and week out being part of a first team squad. Barry spoke about this, Paul. That's yeah. why you went to Aki's on loan, so that he was playing every week and things like that. So it's something that Celtic should be looking at then. Some people look into dealing with. Get feed up clubs involved in things like that. Well, actually, he's at Ross County, isn't he? Leo Helder, Helder, he went to Ross League. Like, Aye. Now, these, these fans are raving about him, throwing their forum terms. They're, they're delighted with him. Uh, speaking of
that the training sessions on the Lennon are nothing compared to what he's doing now in Leeds and Lennon told him he needed to put on Thank there. Thank you, everybody. the same thing. I'd be, be else, I know, wouldn't they? Yeah, but he was told <laughs> that he was told to pull on weight by Neil Lennon and then when he went down to Leeds, Mark, they told him that he was uh, two stone overweight. Well, it's probably still quite shiny compared to Neil Lennon. <laughs> you know, but I think Lee Lennon told every player to pull on weight, I think. <laughs> This guy's this and this guy's that. His his notion was 
that function. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you can shove your numbers up your wherever. Right. I'm going to because all these guys now would all have these little fact things under under training gear to tell them how far he's run, how hard yeah. he's. And that's what's starting this Terence. It's the numbers yeah. that he crunches, he wee bra, black bra hangs, he wee, and that's the numbers he crunches on the park. So he's telling players, look, like, you go on there, and they're, they're not covering this, they're not covering this area. Yeah, that, that, you yeah. exploit that, you do that, you do that. And she probably, maybe, Ange doesn't understand that, and that's why he leaves it to these guys. Exactly. And when they, but then when they when they produced the report, and that's all they want at the end of it, the, the end result of the book. Well, basically, look, a bad is not tracking back. He's not coming here. He's not helping. That's why there's a. That's why we're under pressure on the right back position, or that's why we're getting caught out in midfield, or whatever it may be. And when when they when they can show them the the, the, the facts and figures and the stats, then that's when they can work on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and it's huge because I had a friend in work, and he was in one of the hurling teams, the Clare hurling team, and he explained to me a fellow that he got in to do all the data analysis and it was unbelievable it was absolutely unbelievable the stuff that your man was doing so I can only imagine the, the level that's tracking is at and it can only benefit Celtic and obviously Ange as you said Mark is going do your job what you're doing just come and tell me give me the final information and then I can work it from there and that clearly is mm-hmm. uh, so Celtic's third game under the floodlights on Wednesday the 2nd of February Bring on the Rangers, bring on small geos, size three foot. Uh, Celtic will be turning to, to midweek football against Rangers. Big, big game, Mark. Uh, I actually feel confident that, that we'll, we'll take them. Like, I'm not seeing anything special from Rangers. And I, you know, they won the league because we bucked last season. But I, I think Celtic should, should be taking this, Mark. Thanks, Rob. Quite confident for we'll beat them. Even when it is the fact that we're at home, that's always a big fact on these games, you know that? Is there still no away fans in this game? Is that still the same issue there? Away fans, what games? Not walking, it's all Celtic fans. Like, that's only a bonus note for us, man, you know? What do you mean, away fans are games? Like, the Derby, where I'm The Derby. 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 The no, it's the same when the Hibs came out. I remember one of the boys said to me that there was no Hibs fans. But there was, there was Hibs fans in there. Are you going up to it, Welchie? Uh, Welchie will be there. He's not going to He always comes up to the big games. Yeah, but use that. He comes up to the big games. Just sits here drinking butt fast and fucking team them up. I didn't watch it after that, mind you. But no, I'll be there. Definitely very confident when you get out there. I'm always confident against them. Always confident against them. Never go to a game against them thinking we're going to get beat. Never. In fact, I never go to a Celtic game thinking we're going to get beat. Always confident. Mm-hmm. Terence? Yeah. You sure mean the, 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 the strength and depth that Ange has brought in, as I said, we're able to replace quality with quality. So, yeah, I, I'm looking forward to it and it's right. going to be it's going to be special as well. Like like the fact the fact of the matter is it, it means nothing if we drop points before it. We've got to, we've got to yeah. get points before it. That's true. That's true, Reggie. Yeah, that that's the main thing. We, we can't drop points. Like I think uh, the Hearts and Dundee United game. I, I, 
nearly as more important, Mark, the, than the Rangers did. Keep right, 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 I'm just saying the same thing. The most important game to Celtic is now is the Hearts game. Let's see this thing, like letting them in or letting us into the brewing and things like that. 
I said the other month, the other week on the pod, I thought they wouldn't have shut down, get brought forward. We've, right, they've done it to us, we've done it to them. Right, got to status quo and get it sorted for the next, the next game, when's that, March or something like that? And just get... They, they can't date with a season books, that's the problem, isn't it? Well, they've, they've, they've dug a hole for themselves with the season books. They're taking people out of seats again. When they used to get a full allocation, you would have certain seats that would have without the, without the, the home game, wouldn't they? Aye, aye. And, and it'd be like £100 cheaper. So the boys would buy them tickets and they know fine well they're not getting their seat for them for their games. And what's happened to them is they've sold them seats as as that. Including I mean, this, I mean, they're not going to blink this season then. It's definitely not going to happen this season. I mean, we we've just been all you've just seen it there last week there was a there was Celtic were selling more tickets for for season ticket holders to buy for that game. Well Celtic's probably held back then maybe and they, they must have held back going to be a back yeah, the season tickets must have been the same situation. I mean I've I've just I've just been I've just asked for three spare tickets and I've been told I've got them. That's that's unheard of for that game, do you know what I mean? But didn't didn't there didn't there the Rangers whatever fella come out there last week or whatever and basically said that it's not going to change. He said that they're He's never going to change it, but he's, he, if you look at it as well, obviously Europe, Europe makes a big difference to what you get over five percent. So it's so like Borussia Dortmund have got something like that. A thousand tickets, two thousand tickets, whatever it is. So it's not like it can't happen. It's there, they're just not allowing it. Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. The way he came out, he was basically going, "It's not going to happen anytime soon." I understand. I understand that. But the way he's coming out with it, it's basically as if to go like. He's not going to change any time soon. They're not going to allow that 5-1 to happen again. And that's no. what it boils, do not they? And that's what he basically said. He basically said, our, the fans, our fans don't want don't want them back. Was basically oh, what that, that, that is basically the hot terms. They just don't but, that, but, that's, but, that's, but, that's, but that's pandering to the fans and making the right sound bites, but ultimately yeah. it's financial. Oh, 100%. But we, we said here on, on, on this more than once, well, she did and you would know more than most, been there a lot more. It it takes from the game. It's it's the atmosphere is completely different when there's seven thousand Celtic fans than at Ibrox or it's, it's course it course it makes a difference. I mean I mean I, I love nothing better than that you know, I love them being at their place and it's, it's all you know, the atmosphere's building up. That's what that's what the games are all about, that's what they're based on. I, I was lucky enough, I was I was at one a couple of years ago and it was unbelievable. And it just it, I, I have one of the derbies years ago and it was unbelievable atmosphere and it you know we were just it's just like it just can't be the same when there's only a pocket of fans in there no, it, it, it all builds towards the atmosphere as much as we hate them and everything else it, they, they, they're in stadium it makes a big difference to us us in their stadium it makes a big difference it's, 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 and let's, let's not make, make no bones about it football's for fans oh. that is what it's all about but even from a viewing point of view from the television point of view it has to be. It has to, like if you're a, if you're a, a a foreigner turning on, you're hearing about it, and like all the big derby and turn on, and you're like, "Where's the support?" Uh, that's, what, that's what I'm seeing. Terms. Yeah, yeah. It should be something that Scottish football should be should be making promoting and making money out and 
although it's the biggest airbnb everybody in the world knows who the hastings are about i mean there's no they don't need to tell me that on the trailer of gentry stuff like that but like hype it up to the hype i mean you get these dead games down in england and that and the super sunday games and it's like Bedford again, Watford and Norwich and you're like, yeah. it's a shape we're getting pumped to. He said, this is meant to be the best league in the world. This is one of the biggest games in the world. But how do you, like, it's impossible then to go to a contract off with Sky or BT or whatever it is going, oh, this is one of the biggest in the world. And they're going, yeah, but you're, there's no centre. Exactly, that's exactly what I'm saying, Terms. Just they need to get it sorted out. Just for a good, for a good Scottish football. You've got, you've got, you've got to think as well, though. See, for if, see, see if we go on for like seven and a half thousand fans to eight hundred, there's another seven thousand subscribers for Sky. Another three and a half thousand for Welsh TV. <laughs> 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 if one in five fans buy the ticket, uh, buy the subscription to Sky just so they can watch that game, they're not going to kick up a stink, are they? It's true, too, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I don't like my phone. I can see his big mug on my phone. Uh, that's it for tonight, lads. Uh, thanks to Terence and Brian Welch, Welchy Y for, for joining us tonight. Uh, thanks yeah. to you guys in the live chat for joining us. Uh, lads, do you want to say anything before we go? Terence? Thanks for having us on as always, lads. Nice to great chat. Nice chatting to you, Welchy. No, thanks very much. Thanks for having us on. It's been good fun. Uh, Mark, we'll close the show. Thanks very much, Paul. Everything is a stage, everything you're doing here and behind the scenes. Thanks very much to Terence and Welshie for my own. It's always, it's always good when Welshie comes on. It sounds quite sober for a Sunday night. I don't know if he's away travelling to work on all of us. Everybody that helped, helped us out joined us in the live chat, thanks very much. We hope you enjoyed it. Remember, please hit the like button, subscribe button, and you know how, uh, please leave a comment in the comments. Session. Heal, heal. God bless. Hi, lad. Cheers, lad. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This episode of the Boz and Bovril podcast was originally broadcast on the Celtic Rumours TV YouTube channel.